Welcome to Podcasts, recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. We have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its video podcast, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living. Good morning. morning. Yes, thank you, God, for everything. It's so wonderful to be here. So our pledge cards went out this week, and it's so important that we come together in appreciation for what we have here. What an important time to be in spiritual community. And so you help us to be in community together by by pledging. So thank you for uh, considering this. Thank you for looking at it and for your participation. We so are so grateful. And we know that whatever we give out comes back to us multiplied. And the opportunity that we have here is what LaRonda said. It's that we're affirming for ourselves that this is our mental equivalent. As we know the good for this center, we know the good for ourselves. And that we are affirming, we're setting our intention that we know that our center is abundant, that our center is flowing, that our center continues to expand and grow so that our new minister is coming in and our new minister will say, wow, what a cool place. I want to be there. So that's, that's what we're doing here together. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you to our virtual community. Thank you so much for joining us and for being here. We so appreciate you. So I'm reminded of a story of the, a man named Muldoon. He lived alone in the Irish countryside, and he, he lived alone with his dog. And unfortunately, his dog passed away. And so he uh, went to his church and to Father Patrick, and he said, Father Patrick, my beloved dog passed. Will you please do a, a service for him? And Father Patrick said, oh, no, sorry. I can't do a service for an animal in church. That's not allowed. But you know, there's a center for spiritual living down the road. <laughs> And they believe in all kinds of things. And so they, they, might, be, they might be interested in doing a service. And, and Muldoon said, oh, thank you so much. Uh, I will do that. Um, I collected $5,000 as a donation. Do you think that's enough? And Father Patrick said, well, sweet mother of Jesus, you didn't tell me the dog was Catholic. <laughs> So one of the fundamental, the most fundamental of spiritual principles is the act of giving. And that we've all heard it's better to give than receive. But it's not always understood that there are stages of giving. And so that's what I, I want to share some, some tools about stages for giving. And the first one is compensatory giving. 
And so that's a natural exchange of when we purchase goods or services, that we, we give money. And it's the most obvious in our financial dealings. So when we provide a, um, I feel like I'm echoing. Am I echoing? OK, OK. When we provide a service or a product, we expect a return of compensation for that. And the principle behind that is the principle of balance. So you go to purchase a, 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 a book, you purchase goods, and, that, and you pay for them. So you receive something, and you pay for them. And so what this practice helps us develop honesty and integrity in our financial dealings. And we embody the principle of balance. Then there's charitable giving. And charitable giving is whenever we expect, we, we give with no expectation of return, right? We give with no expectation of return. So we embody the principle of compassion in charitable giving. We embody compassion. But this level of giving is not always unconditional, because there's an expectation that as we give, something is going to be produced. And so as a result of that, when we, whenever we hear of a charitable organization that uh, maybe misuses funds, we're very upset by that, because we wanted the funds to go to a particular place. A great example, Habitat for Humanity. You know when you give your funds for that that they are going to build a house. They are going to build a house and provide a house for someone. Now, another example is that you want to uh, give to your grandchild. You want to give to your grandchild because First of all, you adore them, and that you want to give knowing that it's going to go for their college education, only to find out at Thanksgiving dinner that they use the money to go to Cabo instead. <laughs> you might not feel so charitable at the moment. And then the third one is gracious giving. And gracious giving is an expression of gratitude for what we have already received, that we are inspired, and we give out of our inspiration. We give out of love. And this is not about giving out of sense of obligation, but it's about giving out of love. And gracious giving, it's in its purest form of self-expression when we give for the simple joy of giving, and we give out of that sense of gratitude. And when we do that, we're grateful for the presence of God that is brought to us by others. We graciously give to others when we sense the divinity of God in them. And so when we do that, we demonstrate the love of God and the love of humanity. So that's the three principles or three kinds of giving. But one of the hardest things that we have is to receive, right? Sometimes we think we're good receivers, but sometimes it's, we take a step back. Sometimes we can't even receive a compliment. Oh, oh no, this old thing, you know. So there's the attitudes of acceptance. These are the attitudes of acceptance. And so the first one is compensatory uh, acceptance. And that's the natural forces that keep things in balance. Just like there's compensatory giving, there's a compensatory acceptance. I give you a product or service, and then you pay me for it. 
and so that we have this exchange in the form of, usually in the form of money. Then there's charitable acceptance, that someone, we graciously accept a gift without any obligation of a return. Now this type can become uncomfortable if we're not used to charitable giving. If we have an expectation of something happening when we give, then when we receive, it's sometimes uncomfortable. Did you ever receive a gift, uh, a Christmas gift, and they didn't bring one, you didn't bring one for them? And they go, oh, oh I, don't, I don't have one for you. It's like, well, it's about the opportunity to receive. It's that we receive. So if we only give with an expectation of return, we will tend to feel obligated by gestures of kindness when we receive. And then the third one is gracious acceptance. And this is the divine flow. Be still and know I am in the flow. That's being in the flow of life. That allows us to graciously receive abundance in our everyday life. But we often have experiences of worthiness, un unworthiness with that, or a sense of obligation that I have to return. I was with a, uh, my cousin, and we were uh, with an, an aunt, and she was in a generous place, and she was giving away things. And there was this little um, uh, uh, art piece of a bird and flowers. And she asked my cousin, do you, do you want She asked us both, do you want it? And I said, I, we both said, no, thank you. But she gave, I accepted a book that she gave me. And she asked my cousin, do you want this? And she said, no, I don't want it. And then we left, and my cousin said, oh, I really wanted that. And I said, well, why didn't you receive it? Oh, I, I couldn't receive it. So we have that place where someone wants to give us, but we're, oh, no, I can't accept that. So we feel unworthiness. We feel that we're taking something. But when we have gracious acceptance, we have that understanding that I receive this good. I can receive as well as give. So it's, it's this it's this understanding. And the thing that stops us most from graciously giving and receiving is the presence of fear, right? We're afraid. We're afraid of our emotions. We're afraid there's not enough. We're afraid I'm not worthy. All these things of fear come up. So as we develop an attitude of gratitude, we become more and more aware and of this emotion of fear and can identify it and bring it and manage it and bring it into perspective. So I had an experience uh, many years ago. My friend Joyce, we lived in San Diego, and she was originally from um, Wisconsin. And so she got a call that her teenage son, who lived with his dad, was not, was not doing well. He was ill. And she felt it was urgent for her to go back to Wisconsin to be with him. And she didn't have any money. She needed $1,000 for a flight and everything to get there. And I said, gosh, I don't, I don't have $1,000, but I have this credit card. Let's just take the money out of the credit card, and then you can pay me back. And so I gave her $1,000, and she left. Well, she went to Wisconsin, and then she got sick. 
and we uh, communicated for a while, but eventually I lost track of her. So the intention was that she was going to pay me back to pay the, make the payments on the card. And now I was making the payments on the card. And so I thought about a lot of opportunities. I thought about, <laughs> do I file a, a, a claim against her? You know, what, do, what do I do with this? And it was like, no, I have to let it go as a gift. It was a gift. She needed the money, and I'll pay this off. And it was a gift. Fast forward. 12 years later, I am get, I'm in San Diego. I'm getting ready to move to Huntington Beach to go to ministerial school. And I had lunch with my good friend. And she said, um, I have something for you. And she pulls out a check for, guess what, $1,000. And she said, you have inspired me. You've served me. And I'm so excited that you're going to school. I want you to have this check for $1,000. And if I did not already have that experience, I might have said, oh, no, I can't take that. But I knew what it was like to give, and now I accepted it and to receive. So as we pay attention to that, it's that divine flow. We give out in the world, and it comes back to us. We give and we receive in that divine flow of love. One of my favorite books is The Art of Abundance by Dennis Merritt Jones. And he says, there's a difference between counting your blessings and knowing you are blessed. Right? Counting your blessings and knowing you are blessed. And it's a perspective, the power of perspective and how we see this. Knowing you are blessed originates in the heart with a simple awareness that you are blessed with the gift of life. That we are blessed. Don't you feel blessed here today? Yes. That we feel blessed, that we have the gift of life. Not only that, we're in this magnificent community together, and we're about to eat turkey dinner. That's, that's a blessing. So we are blessed. So counting your blessing happens as we awaken to our oneness and the principle of abundance and see it manifested in everyday life. We, become, we see everything from that place of gratitude. I'm grateful for this gift. To bless means to consecrate, to dedicate, to honor, to venerate, to give favor and grace. But to be blessed can mean to receive, to give thanks for, to be grateful for, to show appreciation, to, and to accept our own good fortune when we're blessed when something good happens in our lives. So the positive perspective on all life matters. Do you see yourself as being blessed? The most obvious blessing, again, is the gift of life, is every day to see that we have this blessing of life, that we have this opportunity to be in the world right now. And some people don't want to be in the world right now. It doesn't feel like such a good place. But I tell you, we are here in such an important time because we are making a difference in the world. Because every time we feel that sense of gratitude, we're raising our awareness, we're raising our vibration, we're raising that for the world. That we receive this good for ourselves and we know the good that's available to everyone else. So Dennis Merritt Jones says, we can always choose to perceive, oh no, this is from Marianne Williamson. We can always choose to perceive things differently. You can focus on what is wrong in your life or you can focus on what's right. 
Are, what do we focus on? And it's, it's a challenge because the brain is structured to look at what's not working. Have you noticed that? Yes. We can think of a lot more things not working than working. Or I ask someone, what do you want? And they tell me all the things they don't want. <laughs> but what do you want? So it's like, make that perception and make that shift into what is working, what's working in the world. And when he's, uh, Dennis says, when we're consumed with looking at what's wrong with our body, our significant other, our children, our neighbor, our lifestyle, the job, the politicians, the world, when we're consumed with looking at that, it's easy to overlook the good stuff of what's good happening in the world. Even if we're not consciously aware, the majority of us are so profoundly blessed and, and we forget because we get on this treadmill of life, just like, okay, I gotta go here, I've gotta go there, I've gotta do this, I've gotta do that. And then we forget. So we have, it's practicing gratitude every single day. I love the practice from Esther Hicks and the Abraham teaching. She calls it, um, they call it, the rampage of appreciation. Some of you may know, I see some heads nodding. And that's where you think about all the things that you're grateful for in this moment. And you think about it, and then out loud, you just recite all those things. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my, my health. I'm grateful for my family, for my friends. I'm grateful for this center. And then I will do this on, in classes and on retreats and have people wander around outside just speaking out loud all the things they're grateful for. Try it sometime. It is so uplifting that you just on a rampage, but you're on a rampage of appreciating all the good things in life all the things that bring us joy, all the things that we have to be grateful for. Great, gratitude is not a thing to do. We're taught it's something to do to be polite. Gratitude is a spiritual practice. It's a, a proven spiritual practice to lift us up, to raise our vibration, and to shift our awareness. Oprah says, what you focus on expands, and when you focus on the goodness in your life, you create more of it. Opportunities, relationships, even money flowed my way. When I learned to be grateful, then I learned to be grateful no matter what happened in my life. And that's what we do, is we're grateful no matter what's happening. Because as we, if we can see the things that we're grateful for, we can send that light out, maybe places that aren't receiving that, maybe places that don't look that way, but we shift that and we send that good out. We, send, we know that good for others. That is not just what I receive, but I know the good is available to everyone. What we're doing is we're training our mind. We're training our mind to focus on the good and it begins with a practice of conscious gratitude. That you remember the three steps, or the three ways of giving and the three ways of accepting. How do I want to give in the world and how do I want to receive in the world? To know that you are blessed is to know that you are whole and nothing is missing. 
when we live life in awareness that everything is from God, everything is connected, everything is good, we live in gratitude and we live in a state of grace. And uh, Dr. Ruth Miller was here two weeks ago, and I loved her talk about the reverence of life, that, that when we learn to appreciate life and the goodness that we have, we have a deep reverence for it, and that everything is holy now. Everything is holy now, and to see that each and every day. When we live in gratitude, we live in joy, we live in love, we live in peace. We see the good for ourselves and each other, we live in a state of appreciation, and we live in a state of love. What a difference it makes to live in that state of love. Let's go in and practice that right now. And so I invite you to just take a deep breath and release. And imagine that there is a light in the center of your heart. And as you appreciate that light, knowing it is that div divinity of all life, that divinity of goodness, that that light continues to expand and grow. And that light fills your whole body. And that light goes out and fills your neighbor, fills this room, fills this building. It fills the city our greater community, our state, our country, and see this light going out around the world. That this light moves through us and out from us and moves around the world. And this light is going to any place of pain, any place of darkness, any place of turmoil, any place of war. This light is going out. And that we know that this light is lifting those up. This light is bringing goodness, is bringing grace, is this light is raising the vibration to a greater sense of love, a greater sense of good, a greater sense of God, a greater sense of being in the flow of all good that is God in our lives. And so I give thanks for all that we receive, for the goodness that surrounds us. And in this month of gratitude, in this time of being grateful, how many things we have to be grateful for, how many blessings we have, and simply with the gift of life to be here in this one breath, in this one power, in this one presence, how grateful I am for this. So I release this word with deep gratitude, deep appreciation. And together we affirm, and so it is. And so it is. Peace and blessings. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Our inspirational service is at 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. 
If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.